0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Uptime Community. We are glad that you could join us live today. I'm Greg Messina, and if you are new here, we are a community of believers that are actively studying the Holy Bible and looking forward to that glorious appearing of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. We want to make this an interactive forum, so we do welcome your questions and your comments. We welcome our guest today, Gil Broussard. He is a researcher in the area of Bible prophecy, more specifically, His research focuses around an alleged hidden planetary body in space called Planet X. His main focus is to inform believers and non believers of new findings in the field of biblical astronomy and how these resulting anomalies correlate to biblical records. We are pleased to have him on as guest today, but first I would like to open up with our usual uptime panel. We welcome back Brother Bob Barber. Welcome back, Brother Bob
1: thanks for having me back feeling better thank you everybody out there that are giving their prayers after going through COVID and all stuff like that and it's it's i'm getting back there now i'm really ready to get back to work here i've been putting out a few videos this week not my main content um the lord is still showing me stuff about i know we got gil brazard here and you know people who followed my channel before um i did, i went into a lot of videos and a lot of stuff about his uh his uh, research uh, for uh, this past uh, springtime and I think we all remember that Gil Bazaar is a wealth of information incredible information I'm very I'm very fortunate to uh, have Gil here this is a, it's tough to get this guy right
0: yes yeah, absolutely so, we've been trying for for quite some time now but we yeah. have' him today
1: and a lot a lot of my fans uh, people who follow my channel, they want to know what happened with all that stuff. What
0: happened to the uh, Plan X? So I'm glad he's here. Let's get into it, man. Absolutely. Let's get into it. And so we welcome back Brother Robert Hagan.
2: Gentlemen. Robert. Bob, How it's are one- you? wonderful to brother see you. Bob. Bob. Good to see you, brother. Looking good, man. Good old Doc Barber is back.
0: <laughs> the doc is in. Doc is in. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, Welcome brother, Robert. we we'll, are glad to have you here. So, uh, we also bring, bring back brother, Kevin Hookman.
3: Good evening, gentlemen.
0: Good evening,
1: brother. kevin What's going on, man.
3: Well, it's going, uh, you know, uh, you're talking about Gil a little bit there and, and, and the studies that he's done. I actually emailed him eight years ago back in 2013, cause I had seen some of his stuff and, and he, I, and he emailed me back and he gave me a whole bunch of charts and, uh, and all kinds of great slides about uh, the history of Planet X and when it has uh, come by the Earth in previous times and, and the connection and what happened and, and the biblical uh, passages that that basically um, he's saying uh, points to that. And so uh, it's really interesting. That was eight years ago, and we had uh, numerous emails back and forth back in 2013. So I haven't corresponded with him since, so it's it's really uh Cool, full circle to come come back around and have him on. That's awesome.
0: Amen. Very good. Yes, it is awesome to have him on here, and uh, we welcome back Brother Patrick Winfrey, Pastor Patrick Winfrey. Thank you very much for coming back on with us. We're we're going to have a full house tonight.
4: Amen. Good to see all you brothers <laughs> yeah. tonight. Nice to you too. Well, Praise we God. Scare
3: you off yeah, last week man. there, Patrick.
4: No, well, praise God. You know, I mean, we become all things to all people that we might win some to Jesus Christ. And I just want to say that all these different things we can look at that would lead people to give their life over to Jesus Christ. That's what it's all about, brothers. And uh, I believe the Lord is giving us warning after warning after warning with all the things going on in the world. Volcanoes, government mandates, et cetera, et cetera. The seriousness, the sobriety that everyone should have and non-believers. I pray that God will use this video tonight in the mighty name of Jesus to bring people to the cross of Jesus Christ tonight in Jesus name. Amen. Hallelujah.
3: Amen. Amen. Thanks for coming back, Patrick. We enjoyed last week a lot.
4: Praise the Lord. It's a blessing to be here with you guys. Good to see you guys tonight. Amen. So
0: I wasn't kidding when we have, we're going to have a full house here tonight. Uh, we do welcome back Brother John Boucher. It looks like he's in backstage, and uh, he did ask if he was able to make it tonight. Uh, if it was possible for him to come on, he would try to make it, and it looks like he did. So we did not do a sound check with you, Brother John, but let's make sure that everything's working out okay. How are you doing? Praise the Lord, brothers. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> Good to be back with you
0: guys. Boy, this J-P. is like, this is like old times.
3: Man, well, I mean, at least he didn't come on blowing the shofar and, and busting out our ears because <laughs> we could have done we didn't do a sound check that could have that could have hurt. It's uh good to have you back, John.
5: Praise God, brother Kevin. How's it going?
3: All
1: right, I think it's official. I'm just going to turn off my mic and listen to
0: you guys tonight. turn <laughs> to off about.
3: my mic and listen to turn you. It off right
0: we definitely have a full house today, but let's give respect to our guest and give him the floor for the most part, obviously, and we'll address any questions after he gets to speak. So without further ado, we do welcome our special guest tonight, Gil Broussard. Hey,
6: Good Thank evening, everybody. You know. Evening. Uh, it's a pleasure to be with you all tonight. Uh, I believe this is an appointed uh, meeting that the almighty has uh, arranged for us to be able to pass the word to others. Uh, We're living in difficult times that are only going to get a little bit more difficult coming up. So it's a pleasure being with y'all.
5: Praise God. Praise the Lord. Same
6: here. Same here.
0: Uh, Gil, you have uh, extensive research in this area of uh, planet X. Um, First, let us know a little bit about, if you would, briefly, how you came to the Lord. Um, a little bit of your testimony, briefly, and and how you came to where you are now in researching Planet X, and how, and also, if you can remember, how did you come to naming it Planet
6: Seven X? We're very interested in knowing that. The naming came about very early in the uh, research. Uh, I wanted to separate uh, the data that I was uh, accumulating because it, it uh, was different than anyone else because I looked at it as a, an engineering um, viewpoint as well as astronomy viewpoint. That You have to have certain levels of evidence that interconnect and prove each other out. Um, remember, extraordinary claims I have to have extraordinary evidence. Um, and I didn't see that and, um, anything pertaining to planet, planet X that you might've heard on the uh, internet, especially, uh, especially YouTube, because most of their goals is to get, uh, uh, to get clicks, to get advertising and to get the uh, royalties off of that. Um, I don't charge for this stuff. So, uh, that's, that is not my goal. It's to pass the information out as whoever wishes to have it that there is valid evidence to a planet, or actually, it's a comet from the most recent research we have. It's a planet-sized comet, and so it would have a different name if I were to name it today, but I'm going to follow it as it was at the beginning. I called it Planet 7X to just separate the data, and and whenever you Whenever you are using that term, you are referring to my information, not the hearsay information that many many people have uh, put out on the internet. And that's basically it.
0: Very interesting. Thank you for that. And so, uh, where where are we now in terms of th- where this planetary body is? Um, you have a number of dates that were set back, um, I mean, going as far back as what, 2017? Um, Not necessarily that you were expecting these things.
6: Yeah, it was, I had a window of time because without a siding, you can't give uh, a factual date. You can give an estimate, an estimate is an educated guess. It is not a factual time of the arrival that we have to start somewhere with estimates. But our window for its return is from 2012, roughly 2030 is an estimate again, because if it bumps into something, slows down, whatever, it could take longer or shorter, depending on if it's on the way out, it bumps something, that means it will have a shorter return. If it's on its way in, it bumps into something. it'll be a longer uh, period of time. Like the average in the past was 360 years, but the most recent findings, and the last uh, two to three times that it's passed was much shorter. So uh, right now, without a sighting, we can only give estimates. And some people use us. Est- they'll grab onto that word estimate, whatever I give, as if it's a factual. It's coming that you can't do that. It means we're looking for it. So it's a term that's used in most construction and engineering and astronomy. And people want that to be a valid time. You can't not until we see it or we have something else that's to validate it. So we're still looking. And right now there's no valid sighting of planet, uh, planet X, but we have all of the effects of it. Um, all of the planets are warming up. Last time I checked, there's no cars on, on Mars. So what's warming up? Mars and the other, and other planets. What was perturbing the outer orbits of uh, Neptune and Uranus? What's causing our uh, uh, magnetic north to race 20 times its normal uh, speed between 12 to 20 times up to the actual graphic uh, the uh, geographic north? It doesn't do it on its own. A magnetic field is affected by another magnetic field. And that's also what's disturbing our uh, uh, sun. I can show you clear his, uh, clear historical evidence of ice core samples and the sun, the sun spots. It correlates with the events of planet X when it passed in the past, which I call planet 7X. And uh, we have a correlation between. This is the science is cause and effect. Uh, it's not the sun doing it on its own. It's something affecting the sun to cause this. The so-called global warming with CO2 does not, the math does not add up. I had a a green energy project I was uh, promoting many, many years ago. And when I saw Al Gore's uh, presentation, I was going to use it uh, to help promote the project. But when I did the math on it, it wasn't adding up. There was many errors in there. Uh, he shows one of the Euro Sea, how it dried up but claimed it was the uh, global warming. Well, the Euro Sea was in Russia. I was, I had worked in Russia at, at one time in an oil field. That's not what happened to the area. They drained it because it was high levels of mercury. I can point out three lies in the video on, on, on the first time I saw it. And I found maybe two other lies on it, but the math itself on the on the CO2 levels, it's false. It's caused by this planet. All the effects you see in them rising in the earthquakes, the, uh, the volcanic mix activity, uh, the sun is producing UVC rays. That's a form of microwave, a uh, uh, lesser form. That's heating up our core. You have half the Earth on a, like a rotisserie that's always exposed to this UVC rate and it's heating up the uh, core or a lava uh, area. And that's why you see so much volcanic and quake misactivity and uh, the cause and effect. The effect is from this planet that's causing these uh, that's causing a compound effect for Earth.
0: Okay, go ahead. Uh, Pastor Patrick has a question for you. Go ahead.
4: Hi, Gil. I hope you're doing all right tonight. Thank you for joining us. Thank you Um, for having me. Praise the Lord. I I just wanted to um, thank you for your research that you're doing for the kingdom of God. And, And I just wanted to ask you a question because I just know a little bit about the topic myself. And I was thinking there's probably lots of people that know a little bit about it. So we know there's a lot of people are clamoring for when, as you mentioned, or what the things are happening now. But I was thinking of an overview, what we would say to like a non-believer or et cetera, what's going to happen when it shows up? I mean, what should people expect when Planet X does what's what, what is Planet X going to do that would affect the people on earth that
6: they need to be aware of? Well, let's say um, that really depends on how close it comes to earth as far as, okay, there's going to be two answers here. One, like astronomy and engineering version and physics and the other one pertaining to what the Bible tells us. Okay. And you can formulate whatever you want between the two. Uh, so astronomy wise is how close it comes to earth. We know from the data that we were able to extract from ancient artifacts and the time periods in the Bible that this happens in the, in the month of Passover very near to the uh, uh, to Passover itself within within a week now remember that depends if it's at our bet or regular Passover it appears like it's more an April setting we have more accounts of April than 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 any of them so if let's say okay for astronomy i'm, I'm trying to teach the public a little bit about astronomy your months are stationary it's earth that moves through the periods of the month okay the months are stationary so if i tell you that the planet is going to pass in april because that's a stationary point in in a space basically okay now whether or not earth is there at the same time in april it's a different point Sometimes it was further away sometimes it was very close i can prove at least two tiltings, possibly a third one that earth tilted 26 to 28 degrees. One was Hezekiah during the time that uh, the shadow went backwards on the steps. Another one was uh, Joseph when the skies bowed to him. Okay. And, um, we have an artifact that I can prove that earth tilted. um, it appears that we're looking at one of those type of events the next time because the Bible, now this is where we're going to switch from engineering to the Bible. The Bible says the next time this object passes over here, that is going to be the worst event in all of Earth's history. That means Noah's flood is not the worst. This next one is. So that you can combine almost some of the effects in the Bible. These multiple stories we have, bits and pieces, not all of the pieces. Bits and pieces come together for the last book of the Bible. When you look at it in engineering and physics and astronomy eyes. It gives you enough information that is startling, uh, scary at times. Because uh, you also have to understand the difference between uh, the error that astronomy has versus the new findings in physics. God created an example. Remember, that's what science is. What can you prove? You have to have. You just can't have theory. You can't turn a theory into actual fact unless you have an experiment, something that you can see and witness. And they're stating that uh, gravity is the stronger force in the universe, and that the tail of a comet is ice particles. Well, that was proven wrong just recently. Oh, well, a few—not uh, recent, but several, uh, several years ago, when Comet Siding Springs passed near Mars, you can down, you can download a video or, or watch it. I have it on my uh, uh, site. When com- uh, the there was a bet between the astronomers and the physicists that when the tail of the comet would uh, cross the path of, uh, of of the body of Mars that there would not have been any type of reaction, according to the astronomers. The physicist said, no, there would be an electrical dis- dis- uh, discharge. That's exactly what we saw. It lit up the entire planet of Mars. Remember, Mars is almost the size of Earth. It lit up Mars like a light like a light boat, like you can consider it like an EMP as well. And uh, I have the video to prove that. NASA was taking a uh, videotaping this that we're going to show the public, you know, the astronomy side of NASA and everything would have bragged on it. But there's a 10-second delay. Well, when it came to this strike, they pulled it away. so you couldn't tell what happened. Well, an amateur astronomer, uh, his name is Fritz uh, Hemrick, I believe it is, from Spain. Uh, he went to um, a national park, got on the high point of a mountain. Took his telescope and he filmed it. We have that film, and I could play it to you, but um, we we might be short on time. But if they want to, they can go see it on 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 my site. And it shows Mars lit up like a like a light bulb. That tells you the tail of a comet is plasma, charged particles. Well, when Earth goes through the tail of this comet, because Tail of the common points opposite of the sun. Therefore, when it makes it round around the sun, now the tail is pointing towards to Earth. In the last three days, we're in the tail. And that's what causes Earth to slow down by 12 hours on its rotation. That's what happened. That's how God made uh, 12 hours of extra daylight for J- uh, uh, Joshua's long day. Remember, shortly after that, meteors came and killed more of the men than he killed with a sword. And it only killed the enemy. Because the moon was positioned at that time shielding Joshua and his men. You have at least three to four factors you have to put in there that have to come together. That means it's not an accident. It was purposely done. Remember, a rock in space had the name of these individuals almost from the beginning. These are not by accident. These are precise to the timing, to the minute that Joshua needed it. Hitting then the individuals that Joshua needed. Uh, same thing with uh, Hezekiah. When he uh, prayed, show me a sign. Am I going to live? The shadow went backwards on steps, not a sundial. The steps were facing south. That's how you can only get a shadow on the step. Went up how many steps? Ten steps. What's the average step? Okay, you can you can figure that out with the angle of the sun and everything. Earth tilted twenty six to twenty eight degrees because it wasn't an east to west uh, shift. You'd have a twelve hour delay, then it'd have to make up the twelve hours. So Earth had to spin twice as fast or more to get back. So it's not an east to west. It was a north to south tilt. It was twenty six to twenty eight degrees, and the artifacts show this. We have artifacts. Um, In fact, I didn't bring it, but I could have showed it. I can show you a a, um, graphic of it. Uh, Anybody can download my book, uh, Planet. You can go to planet7x.net. At the bottom, there's a link to a Google Drive. Matter of fact, any of y'all could have that right now in front of you all and download the PDF. It's it's somewhat large Uh, and pull up each event that we talked about and you can see the evidence. We have eight artifacts. Now keep in mind that you have the lineages, the ages of the patriarchs that are consecutive. With the event in the Bible that they talk about and the artifact matching the astronomy software. And we have eight of those. Scientifically, anytime you get past three, it's it's no longer... An accident. It's factual. I mean it's a uh, it's purposely done. And this proves out the timeline of the Bible. We're only six thousand years old. Otherwise, this would not have matched NASA qualified software on astronomy. It would not have matched the astronomy that's that's listed in clay and bronze and other other uh, artifacts, the ceilings in in, in Egypt. Uh, I have multiple cultures, the Mayans, the, uh, the Incas. It landed at the exact time. Um, this is not an accident. That's Did what I'm you- saying. That's real evidence on a real object that made destructive passes on destroying, uh, knocking out kings and emperors uh, because of the food problems. Uh, if you lived on a... The Bible says not to live anywhere on the coastline on Earth during this time. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Gil, when was the first time that this uh, this this planet was ever recorded of, of passing by the Earth?
6: Uh, in your Bible, you, you're going to... Uh, well, what was the first event? I'm not able to prove, but I'm pretty sure that this was the first time. That was uh, the flood of... Uh, Came. That was a local flood. It killed one third. I think it was one third of the inhabitants at the time. That was the first one. Anything past the flood, you know, back in time, we don't have any archaeological evidence. Per, I mean, artifacts uh, to prove that because it's if it is, it's buried and hasn't hasn't been found yet, or it hasn't been brought to my attention. Right. But that would be the first one if I was saying now. Otherwise. Uh, you're looking at probably uh, that we could probably prove out because of the layering of the earth and everything. And scientists says there was a flood. Uh, almost every culture talks about the flood. There was a global flood. Mm-hmm. That was Noah's Noah's flood. That was that,
3: that was a result of uh, of this this body coming somewhat close. I guess pretty close to the earth at that point to make it basically implode upon itself and all the waters. And God used that planet to the global flood
6: there's no evidence in the text that says Earth tilted that would be the uh, earth tilted or earth stopped on its axis that would be the closest that it would get to it has to get extremely close to be able to do that like between the moon and earth close and
3: then and then one other instance you mentioned i mean you say it's like every about every 360 years or so so they go onto your website and see where you, you traject all those different things and, and show in the Bible kind of events that happened. But obviously one major event that you, you mentioned is when Jesus, um, dot was, you know, dying and died on the cross at that point, there was an eclipse. But of course we all know that was on Passover. So that, so the moon was full. So you can't have an eclipse with a full moon unless. Some other body comes between the Earth and the Sun. At that you can't
6: point. have a solar eclipse unless right. the Moon is involved. Right. But we have outside texts that it was a lunar eclipse and a solar eclipse. Mm-hmm. Uh, for for that to be, you have to have a full a full full moon, and we know it's Passover. So, and the Moon can only give you seven point minutes of darkness. So, how do you get three hours of darkness if the Moon is not even on the correct half of the Earth? Right. A third object. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it and it mm-hmm. arrived roughly around the time that he uh, exited out of the grave, which I I'm ha- I, I can come close to proving that there was a 12 hour delay on that night that day there uh, whenever he was coming out of the ground.
3: And you're uh, saying sometimes this planet comes fairly close to the Earth, and sometimes uh, it, it's a little bit farther away,
6: right? Yeah, yeah, we have 12 months. If Earth is in a different month at the time that it's crossing in the month of April, mm-hmm. remember the months are stationary in astronomy in a position right. around the sun. It's Earth that's moving around uh, the sun that's giving you what day you're on and what month you're in. Well, this has a set orbit. Any uh, any uh, comet-like object has elliptical orbit. It's, it's like the tracks of a train. They're right. set. But when the train will arrive on on that is a different story. Because if it wouldn't be on Earth's planetary plane with all the other planets, there'd be hardly any type of interference. Then we could probably time it just like you would on your, just like a Halley's Comet. Halley's Comet is a, as a steep angle that it comes down and crosses. Earth's, Earth's planetary plane's here. Well, Halley's Comet comes in at a steep angle. There's nothing interfering with it. Well, that's, I mean, you can set your watch to that one, not this one. This so, is a, a planetary plane of, most, of many of the planets, and it's definitely on Earth's planetary plane because we go through two meteor showers, 150 days apart. Uh-huh. That's the debris field we're going. We're going through. That's where. So you're saying
3: starts. that this thing comes in, and it basically where the if the earth was there where where it arrives it would be in april but you're saying sometimes the earth could be i guess on the other side and so when it comes in it's not it doesn't affect it too much yeah, right. but then when it rotates comes around the sun on the other side then it leaves basically in, in where it would be october right and so there's yeah. like that six months period of time and then if the earth comes through that path with debris there that could also cause issues too
6: Exactly. Uh, look at Hezekiah. Remember, it passed right, right there, very close to tilting. But five months later, uh, what was it, 185,000 soldiers? Or uh, was it Syrians? I'm, uh, my memory starting to fail me. Remember, they were killed at night five mm-hmm. months later. Right. Well, the second event is at nighttime. The first event is in the daytime. You have to remember that. Uh, and and you're, of, you're figuring
3: this thing of, is... Uh, The size of it's It's
6: like seven times the earth? Uh, That's what we uh, first thought. Um, That's if it was a a normal object, like a planet. A planet has a small core with a lot of rock and other stuff that doesn't, this doesn't. A comet is mostly metal. Uh, This thing has a stronger magnetic field than Jupiter does. It's been affecting our planets for over a century. And it's many times further away than Jupiter is. And Jupiter doesn't affect our magnetic field and tilting. It doesn't, many, many effects that we're getting, Jupiter doesn't do. It, this is affecting all of our comets and asteroids around Earth, it's uh, warping their path. And now what used to miss Earth, is now crossing Earth's path. And it's just a matter of time where we run into some of these. That's why you see an uptick that's an exponential growth on fireballs entering the Earth atmosphere.
3: Well, can we get some kind of context to, to kind of compare this? Because we all know about Halley's Comet, right? Halley's Comet's a, a very famous comet. I mean, how big is that
6: comet in comparison to this one? I have a picture. I wish I had it uh, up here. Um, I don't have it. Well, let me look. Uh, throw me another another question while I'm looking looking at yeah, it. Yeah, Brother
0: John has something John's here. He, he wants, wants to talk easy. about Isaiah specifically. Go ahead, John, Brother John. Go ahead.
5: Okay. Um, yeah. Brother Gil, God bless you. Good to, good to see you. I talked to you a few times on the phone. Um, in In Isaiah 28, and it's 18 and 19, I'm just wondering if, you know, I don't expect you to know this, but it's just interesting the way it's worded. And it's in 28, 17, it says, "'Judgment also will I lay to the line, and righteousness to the plummet, and the hail shall sweep away the refuge of lies, and the waters shall overflow the hiding place.'" This is we're talking about something maybe at the end of days when water is gonna overflow the hiding place because John Moore talks about the, you know, as the earth even you talk about this, as the earth slows down, the water rises because it, you know, it's got to pull out at the ends and it, it will rise up. The whole thing here is the next verses say, um, your and your covenant with death will be disannulled, and your agreement with hell shall not stand when the overflowing scourge shall pass through. Then ye shall be trodden down by it for the to- from the time that it goeth forth. Now there's an overflowing scourge going forth. It sounds like it, it ties into something happening at the end of days, whether it's planet X or whatever, but it, it seems like, you know, this is the thing that we're talking about and it kind of fits in. So it's like from the time that it goes forth, It shall take you, for morning by morning shall it pass over by day and by night, and it shall be a vexation only to understand the report. It seems like this is during the time of the tribulation. The bed is shorter than than that a man can stretch himself on on it, and the covering narrow than he can wrap himself, and the Lord shall rise up upon Mount Perizim. And see, this is all... Kind of like information that jives with a lot of what you're, uh what you're detailing as far as the the biblical stories, you know that that took that, that this thing had effect on. So I'm just wondering, it, it, it kind of sounds like at the end. What do you think, brother, brother Gil? Uh,
6: yes. Um, keep in mind, there's there's going to be two major events, 150 days apart, not just one. There's two. Right um uh, and
5: and that's five months uh,
6: worm uh wormwood, if you want you know the way the Bible called it, is a large asteroid the size of a mountain, okay this planet is not wormwood okay the this planet is the fiery dragon of old in the Bible mm. or fiery sword mm-hmm. fiery fiery dragon of old is the way the Asians and remember. Uh, Israel is on the Asian continent and they had the silk, the, the silk routes running, running very close to them when, whenever they went to Egypt. And, every, and uh, so those terms, they had both the Greeks, which would be fiery sword. And they also had the Asians, which was the fiery dragon of old. Those are ancient terms for common. And that's what you have to get. You have to go back in the terminology and what they used. To pick up this now 150 days later uh, remember this uh, when the planet comes around and it's arriving that is the day of the great tribulation that's when it starts we're in tribulation right now but it's not the great tribulation the great tribulation starts on the arrival of this planet uh earth will be extremely devastated on on that one when it stops, remember, when the Earth stops on its axis, there's a 12-mile bulge of uh, water at the Miss equator. Well, that starts to separate, and you get six miles of that water going north to the North Pole, another six going to the South Pole. Okay, but that would take almost a week for all of that to move. So you're looking at a portion of that within 24 hours happening. So you're looking at major flooding, in Europe and other places, and that may even cause the ice cap to float I'm pretty sure it will. Uh, remember how they had miles of ice on uh, Canada and parts of north uh, uh, upper north and uh, northern part of the u s Remember how they said the ice sheets grinded the ground in there yes, that's how it, it grinded when it came to a stop because when The water causes the ice sheets to float and earth tilts. The water stands still for quite a while and it moves. And then when it resettles, it's in a different position. And before it touches ground, it grinds. Okay, and that's how the miles of ice came to be on uh, parts of North America and, and Canada. From roughly my calcs, if if uh, if Jerusalem is the center of the pivot point of the tilt, well, if you go 90, 90 degrees off of that to be the actual uh, tilt, that's where the major part of the winds, that's where the major part of the ice and the tilt, that's in between Greenland and uh, and um, uh, Canada shores, that would put you right down the middle of Brazil. Uh, that's where I'm, uh, I'm expecting the tilt. There. So you're looking at major flooding, uh, earthquakes uh, like you've never seen. There's a whole list of things, uh, completely devastated. Mm-hmm. And then the second event is when Wormwood hits. Earth is hit so hard, Earth wobbles like a drunkard, like a hut in the wind. Mm-hmm. Picture this in reality, that we get a hit from the, from the nighttime side of Earth, which will be again very close to North and South America, but it'll probably land in the Pacific Ocean because it says it lands in the ocean. Mm-hmm. And Earth is split. It says it uh, in other words, our crust is split. You see the fiery ring of fire around the Atlantic Ocean. That's gonna come alive. I mean, it's just gonna it's gonna water doesn't doesn't uh, compress when you have something that hits that water at at 20 times a rocket bullet and it's going to be smaller than the one that made the gulf of mexico the one that made the gulf of mexico mexico was 110 miles across it has to be smaller than that otherwise it would destroy all life on earth but let's say it's half of that it hits earth so hard that earth wobbles like a drunkard it's pushed closer to the sun and guess what now your calendar year is going to be 364 day year literally Remember, we had 364, or we had 360 days before Hezekiah. It changed from the time that the shadow went backwards during Hezekiah's time. We have dozens of calendars in multiple civilizations that said uh, it was 360 prior. Three you sticks. didn't know the date, but now I can point it to you. The artifacts give me within a two to three hour window of the actual timing of when it happened. That's what these artifacts give me not just the month, the day, or the year. It gives me a two- to three-hour window of when it actually happened.
2: Yeah, so, I, I got a question. All right. Um, this, is, this, question. Is, this is kind of related in a roundabout way to what you've been talking about, Gil. Um, John, uh, brother John and I have been talking about this for probably the last couple, three weeks. Uh, what's going on in the Canary Islands right now with La Palma, with the volcanoes there? Um, and, you know, if it were to go, um, the tsunami, the, um, the wave that would cross the Atlantic at, uh, what were we talking, John, about four or 500 miles an hour or something like that?
6: It would take about nine hours to reach the shore. Yeah.
2: And, and, uh, what do you, how do you feel about that? I mean, that's, it's cause I've got. Relatives that live on the East Coast.
4: <laughs> these,
6: uh, these guys are relatives too. <laughs> again, we're going to talk about an estimate. I can't, uh, I know FEMA says there's a 50 50 chance of it happening right now. But I think if we get a financial blessing, get out of there. Okay. Uh, which I, and I already heard it's just now started. Today I had confirmation of people who had uh, bonds that got paid today and they'll be able to put the money to use tomorrow and there's some other steps so uh, that means the people who have a foreign currency that's waiting for this uh, revaluation it'll probably happen about 30 days from today for 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 them to walk into a bank uh so the process has started and remember (coughs) if you're like, like I've told people many times, the Bible is pointing us to be in Jerusalem. That's the pivot point. That's the least amount of, uh, of destruction that you can get being near the pivot point of the tilt. So, um, and it even says that in Joel. Uh, so, if we're there ahead of time, uh, I don't. I don't expect the island to give away until the bride and the bridesmaid are secure somewhere. Um, yeah. We're on the edge at the moment. We're on the edge. There's a fifty-fifty chance, but I think it's in God's hands. Everything. Nothing is an accident. So if there's a blessing, I can be stuff. Get out, move, and then. It could happen after that because he's giving you the resources to move. He's telling you not to live on the coastline. I mean, if you follow what he says to his prophets, uh, that's the only thing we can do. Be obedient. But if you're staying around just because of your physical assets, that's not a good idea. Not at all.
3: You know, guys, I was leading towards my questioning here. Um, so if you can let, allow me to ask a few more questions, um, I appreciate that. Um, you know what, uh, there, I, I like to, I like to find out if, if you, you, before you called it planet seven X and, uh, and now you're believing that it's a comet. I'm just wondering like what, how it, it, are you still sticking with that? It's seven times
6: as no. big as the earth or, or what, what do you think the size is at this point? Uh, because it's a common, it's mostly metallic. Okay. Mm -hmm. We're no longer dealing with rock and dirt. We're looking at something metallic. Well, that's four, four to five times smaller, depending on what properties, whether it's tungsten or whatever it's made out of. Who knows? We know it's metallic. All right. So that's extremely much smaller. We're looking at one to one and a half. Well, maximum three uh, times size of Earth, but it would be closer probably to a little bit larger than Earth. And, and the comet's got a tail, so do, do you, and those tails can be very, very long. This one is going to be extremely long, yes. And then so, there's, a, there's, there's actually three tails for this. Okay. To any particular comet. You got your, your, debris field, which stays on the orbital path. You got the uh, the plasma tail, which lights up. That always points opposite of the sun. Then you have a dust trail, which is in between the plasma and the debris field at any given time. Rem- uh, remember the soil that uh, the reddish color during the exodus of things that gave boils to, you know, well, plasma, when it's eroding the surface of something, uh, it's in the smallest minute form. It's, um, um, uh, the word the word escapes me, but it's in the smallest form. That means your body can absorb it. And it's a toxic, you know, because these minerals are not made to be absorbed. So that's why you have boils. You're going to see this again. Whoever is exposed to it on the daylight side that's exposed to this fine dust, uh, nano uh, nanoparticles of this stuff, your skin will start to absorb it. And then your body's going to try to expel it through boils. Um, remember, uh, could I share the screen a little bit to show you something? Use handle? your
0: may. Go ahead. You, uh, you've you been practicing, Gil. Do you if need can, uh, guidance?
6: Okay, I'm going to hit share. I'm going to show you a uh, difference you had talked about. Um, the size Haley's of the Yeah.
3: I just uh, looked it up. It says it's like... Three point something miles in radius, which is over a thousand times less than the Earth, because the Earth's got like a radius of what thirty nine hundred miles, I believe, thirty nine fifty or something like that. So you're talking about Halley's comet being a thousand times smaller than the Earth in terms of its radius, and then this this comet is basically you said one to possibly one and a half times the Earth, so that would be 1,000 times bigger than Halley's Comet?
6: Yeah, easily. You can, uh, right now, uh, NASA, remember, uh, over 20-something years ago, they'd say it was impossible. Now they're already marketing the idea of commons being the size of planets. So why is that? They're informing mm-hmm. You know, are they okay. they
3: conditioning people to to, to believe yeah. what they're gonna yeah, see?
6: First, first mm-hmm. they're they they have to dis uh discredit the people who are saying it first. Then when it's getting closer to the time they're robber, they gotta reverse their stance. Interesting. You know, I heard the okay, politicians uh, do that too. Do you have
3: do you have <laughs> some kind of graph or chart or something or picture to show?
6: So, so you're not able to see what I'm showing you, right, right, right now, right? You've got to
0: share this. Share. There's a little button at the bottom says share. I
6: did, I did.
0: Okay, it's and then bad. you should have another pop-up option that will allow you to actually share that screen, that window. Okay.
1: Yeah, I was just going to say, guys, real quick, that um, when I was doing the research about Planet X and stuff like that, um, the politicians and the government they won't classify. Planet X as a comet, they won't classify it as a planet. At least last time I checked in 2004, and uh, and they they basically like uh, like you've been saying before, Gil. This thing is, it speeds up and then it slows down. It's the most remarkable thing I've ever seen.
6: What is that? You know, what is What's that? What is that? That speeding up and slowing slowing down. I'm sorry. Did you
1: say that uh, that this uh, the planet X? It it, it it uh it speeds up and slows down because it comes in contact with other entities. So this actually this is why you, you can't pinpoint its rival.
6: It's affected by the magnetic fields of anything around it. Uh yeah. it has collid it it has collided with the planet Ceres. Remember Ceres, which is now the asteroid belt? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that collided Remember, we had three hours of darkness during uh, uh, Yeshua's time, right? Uh, but then for the Exodus, we had three days of darkness. So how do we get three days of darkness? That's easy. Just prior to that, it collided with the planet Ceres. It, it uh, destroyed that complete planet. Now it's an asteroid belt. Ceres, uh, the asteroid belt is between Mars and Jupiter. Okay? They used to, the calculations tell us it should be a planet there. And now we have nothing but, it's a, it's a debris field. All right? Mm-hmm. Now, it took four more times before it gained its normal orbit of 360, roughly. All right? That means it didn't lose any mass. Otherwise, its orbit would have been different. But so what mm. does that tell you? That its mass, whatever it's made out of, can take a hit into another planet and not be shattered. It means a metallic. All right. And it slowed its as far as speed down by one twentieth. That's why you had three days of darkness. That's why the next event was only 50. Me, me get the right information for you. Uh, the next event was uh, 55 years later, which was Joshua's long day. Remember, because it didn't have the speed to carry it in deep orbit. Then it went around the sun and picks up speed. The next orbit was 121 years. That was the time of Job. And uh, seven years later was Ruth uh, because of the drought. So the next event was with uh, King David and Saul. That was 297 years. The next year uh, event was Hezekiah, 358 years. It's slightly you know, uh, went past its orbit. The next, the next year was a uh, three fifty one. So uh, at Hezekiah's time is where it regained its normal orbit. That means it had the same mass. That's why it tells me that this is a comet. If it can plow through another planet and survive that uh, without losing some of its mass, then what is it? If it's not well, a if it's not a metallic body, well, I'll certainly it can tilt Earth twenty six to twenty eight degrees unless there's a magnetic pole that's stronger that tilts us.
3: Yeah, certainly uh, a planet with a rocky core hitting another planet that that's going to cause that. No matter how big it is, it's going to cause it cause destruction and make it lose mass. But I mean, if it's a if it's a metallic thing and it's not, it's it's basically a a planet destroyer at that point, and like. And like you said before, Gil, there was a comet that came by Mars and lit up Mars like a candle, and that comet wasn't very big. And it and and it wasn't it was I mean it was, biggest, it, was a, <laughs> it was a small thing, yeah, it was tiny. I mean and you're talking about something that's a thousand times bigger than Halley's comet that could come in close contact to the earth, and and you're so you've researched all these events that have occurred over time. And the tribulation, this great tribulation that, that, that's going to come, that wormwood's going to get thrown into the sea could be, you know, some of the, you're saying it could be some of the debris that comes along with comet, it a comet because there's not just a comet, but there's all uh,
6: kinds of debris. Yeah, it's a mountain-sized asteroid. Sure. The fiery Mountain, remember when it says, because that's what, literally what it's saying. It's a mountain-sized asteroid. That's why it's fiery. It's entering our atmosphere. And that is 150 days after the first event. And that will be on the nighttime side. It's coming in. Remember, the uh, direction of, of the uh, you see, debris, it comes in, then it goes around the sun. So when it's our first event is in the daytime, the meteor shower. The second event is nighttime. So you're
3: saying, you're saying hold on. So you're saying Planet X or Comet X, whichever whichever one it is now, uh, that's not Wormwood, but there's something that's coming along with it in part of its debris that can be classified as Wormwood. Is that what you're saying?
6: Correct. Uh, okay. The planet, whatever you want to, I mean, the, the the large comet is what the Bible calls fiery dragon of old or fiery sword. That is the term for a comet, and that's what this. This uh, planet seven X or planet X is—it's not really a planet; it's a comet. Remember, they didn't have the term planet in the ancient days. It's something that we created recently, all right? Within the last one hundred fifty-two hundred years, they didn't have those terms. You know, a star was a wandering, uh, a, a wandering, uh, all, the, all objects in the sky yeah. were all stars. Uh, planet was a wandering star—is what it was called. So Robert, you in the uh,
3: hold on a second, or- Gil. Robert, you, you you taking off?
1: Yeah.
5: God bless yeah. You brother Robert. You, yeah, got, anything, new, uh, you got Anything
3: yeah. to
2: say before you go? Uh, well, you've been really nice to me tonight.
0: <laughs>
3: well, no, I'm, I, no, I, I am because sometimes you just leave, and I and I and I, I and because uh, sometimes you just go, but I, I wanted to make sure that you you are able to, yeah,
2: whatever no, you- it's been, uh, no, it was, it's, it's been fascinating. I've learned a lot tonight. Um, I'm going to mm-hmm. spend a little bit more time, uh, looking into what, what Gill's come up with. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's fascinating all these things and there's no, there's no coincidences, you know, God is a precise, you know, he's a God of order and, perf- you know, perfection. And, uh, to the remember minute the, uh, to, to the minutest detail. So
6: remember, God used the wind and the water for the uh, exodus. Remember, right? All right, he clearly says that, and he made everything in the universe. Right. To put him in a box and say he can't use a planet or a comet, oh. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that.
2: <laughs> Not no, you can't.
6: That it's, too, it's too exact.
2: That's for it's, religion. Religion puts God in a box. You know, right. like the like the boxes that we're in right now. You can't do that. I mean, there's, you know, there's a uh, limitlessness. There's a uh, the ancient of days does not. Um, there's no beginning or end and there's no, uh, you know, he can do whatever he wants to do when he wants to do
6: it. Um, um, Remember, this, just, is, this, this is this is an even that man cannot stop. And it clearly, right. it clearly describes that. Right. This is even that they cannot, and they cannot. They don't have a kill it, uh, uh, a planet-killing uh, bomb or uh, uh, or weapon that they can draw from that. Remember this, uh, uh, hydrogen collider and everything. where they're looking for a different particle. I'm pretty sure they're looking for another particle to split that would give them a planet-killing type weapon. And yep. they're running dry. They, they they are running dry on that scenario. Let's
2: speak. You know, it's that, it's, it's like that verse, Gil. They have a form of godliness, but they, they deny the power thereof. Mm-hmm. That's what comes to my mind. It's mm-hmm. just like man, man wants to play God. He always has. He always will. Um, and if mm-hmm. he can't, uh, you know, Lucifer wanted the, the worship and if he can't get us to worship him directly, you know, it's, it's through all these other things that are, that are constantly being thrown out there and, and uh, Jesus said that he he's the only one that, that had the right to say that, that he was the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by him. Um, growing up and being involved in Eastern religions, I had never heard that until I got older. And then I started looking into it and it made a lot of sense to me. You know, for him to either either when he said that, he either lied or he told the truth. And if he told the truth, we've got a
6: lot to Live for, but if and you lied, had, if you, but if you lied, we have nothing. At all. They had many apostles that died. I don't think they'd be dying for a lie if they knew it was a lie. Oh,
2: yeah.
6: Uh, neither. Remember, Yeshua predicted. Uh, Yeshua is the one that gave us the information for the Book of Revelation to John, right? This object passed five other times, and he didn't mention those. He says once Israel is formed in a day. That generation shall not die out before all is fulfilled. That means all of uh, Revelation all the way to the rapture, basically, and the marriage. Well, guess what? They'll be 90 years old right now this, this next year. Once you calculate the three and a half years and the year of, um, of the seven bold judgments and everything. Remember, all the ages in the Bible are a year older than the way we count right now because they didn't have a year zero. So you have to compensate for that. Uh, otherwise, you have a compound error on many other things. So and he said that he said this generation. Well, the Holocaust generation at age 12 is when you're accountable as a witness. You have to take that into account. And- so, so, Gil, do you feel like we're going to that we're, we're, we're going to
3: see this thing before it
6: comes? Do you, do you think that's the case? a short winter, the Bible tells us we'll only have a short warning. Guess what? If modern equipment, we should not have a short warning. We should be able to see this all the way from the edge of our solar system. But why is it blocked? Why are we still having the effects of it that's very severe if it's not near us? It's in our neighborhood. Remember, uh, Kepler's law of planetary motion. We have software where I can build a model. I can tell you how long it would travel with this orbit of 360 from uh, Neptune to reach the Earth, to take 16, I mean, to, to, to reach the sun. It takes 16 years. We don't have 16 years. That I can guarantee you. Well, you it's, think that you'd be everyone. able
3: to see it. We'd be able to see it by now, then. The,
6: the, the Asian astronomers, we are looking at three countries mainly, China, Korea, and Japan. The emperor has probably 10 to 20 astronomers at each of these points. They documented, I, I have a paper, uh, the, uh, the Eastern and Western records. Uh, let me see, I forgot the name of it right now. Uh, China. The, the re-examination of the Eastern Western records of the supernova 1054. It's a white right. paper report, uh, by peer review. When I read this and I looked at it carefully, i said oh lord because the supernova happened a couple months earlier i said what is this object they didn't have a telescope yet it was naked eye observation they saw it for 26 months 13 months coming in 13 months leaving that automatically tells you that is a large object for it to reflect light even if it created light like a comet a normal comet is only for a couple of weeks maybe three at the most how do you get 13 months coming in and 13 months leaving? This is a planet sized object, in other words. And it was seen in 1054, clear. So I plotted it. Okay. I was looking at I uh, was I was plotting this. Now if if your gap, remember I said it's 150 days, if you put a larger gap than that, that means it's it's moving further around the sun than normal. That means it's gonna travel slower. So once you once you start with your first point, remember you have to follow all of the other points. Well, if it's traveling too too slow, you got to bring it in tighter. Well, if you bring it in too tight, now it's traveling too fast. You have to have the sweet spot where it matches up with the sightings, because we got the exact town, time, place, and date, and where in the sky they were very accurate. Guess what that ended up being. 150 days apart. Where do we hear that? We hear that in Noah's flood. We also hear it in the book of Revelation. Think that's an accident? No.
3: So if it's 13 months coming in and 13 months going out, and and five of those months is actually like behind, basically going around the sun from one point where the earth crosses to the other part where the earth crosses the orbit, then you're looking at maybe eight
6: to 10 months of warning at the most? This object, remember, that's the what the five months is Earth speed on traveling from point A yeah, to B. Right. This thing only takes 76 days to move from that point going around the sun to come back around. Once it's behind that. the sun, you know, getting ready to pop out. That's the 40 day warning of, jo- of Jonah. How did he get I that right? He didn't know astronomy.
3: Right. So, so really, it's, it's only about 40 days. Okay, so if it's thirteen months in and thirteen months out, and it takes about two and a half months for it to actually go around the sun in its own speed, so but still, you're only talking about maybe eleven months worth of warning at that point—eleven to maybe a year at the most. I don't think we're going to have that. You think it's going to be less,
6: uh, Jonah, even though? Jonah but Jonah you said that they, they
3: saw it for uh, twenty-six I, months. I understand
6: right? that, but they didn't have lasers in space. They didn't have a start. The Star Wars system that uh, Reagan put out. Go listen to Ronald Reagan's speech to the UN. If we had an alien uh, threat, he didn't say little green men, we have an alien threat that we put our differences aside and work together. Because he was telling them what he's putting in space would not be a threat to them. I have uh, the guard, I have testimony from the guard guard that guarded the old astronomer that had secret meetings at a hotel with Reagan. And when he was in the elevator, the the, the old man told him, he says, I'm too old to see this, but you're, because he was only 22, he was a a Marine guard. He says, but you you see something in your your life. He didn't know what it was. He knew that he was an astronomer. He said he'd see something within his his lifetime. And he called me, he says, this is the object that the old man was, go listen to his speech. And it's clear what he's talking about, a lot clearer once you put this into effect. NASA went silent in 1992 in de- uh, December. Uh, I believe uh, Harrington was uh, was uh, basically killed or died, they called it, of Mesesophia cancer. When he was coming back, he was going to have a press conference on his findings. He was killed in January. The Vatican opens up their... Uh, their telescope in April of that, that following year.
5: Um, I have a question. So, so the question here, brother Gil is, do you know. believe the Vatican knows for sure and has seen it? And they're just not telling anybody. I mean, you know, I mean, that's the Mount Graham observatory, right? Arizona.
6: Even before that.
5: So they saw it. They already knew.
6: I know they had evidence, written evidence even before that because i have the scientific testimony of that same white that same white paper i was telling you about yeah when they were looking for the supernova evidence remember they had they had mixed the evidence they thought this was all supernova only a part of it was they were looking for evidence in europe and it was strangely missing which you wouldn't have you know it was a, a very bright object they would say it was just like it was censored and that was during the time that the catholics uh, the Vatican was a government over 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 the area, and mm-hmm. scientists said it was strangely uh, uh, censored. Now mm-hmm. they were thinking that it was a supernova, not Planet X, but mm-hmm. they they clearly said that it was censored. So they had evidence that this this planet that they're trying to hide uh, because they leak have the evidence just like it was in the Asians in the Asian right the. The emperors had astronomers for them, so they can tell their generals and their thing to where they can uh, store up food, and they still leave the public hanging. They always have. They always will. Amen. Um,
5: Can I just ask a a quick question? I got to run, but I it's I've talked to you before, and we've talked about you know I don't know. Have you done any research or read? the Egyptian Colbrin, which is that Colbrin Bible, which expresses, you know, a close representative of what this thing will do when it comes? Have you done any research on it yourself?
6: The reason, yes, the reason why I don't use that or pull any evidence out of it, because it's biased by the writer. The writer Uh is looking for Planet X, okay? And they're saying the whole world tilted, 180 degrees which isn't true they they're they're implying things that already prior knowledge and they're contaminating the evidence i don't use it okay parts of it is right and part of it is wrong but yeah i I don't use it at all there's enough evidence in the bible and the models and what we found to give us exactly what what we want
5: okay
3: i I need something cleared up um okay (laughs) I want to go back. Thanks, John, for joining us tonight. Have a good one. God bless you guys. All right, see you. Um, okay, let's go go back to, to, to like 1054 AD or whatever, and 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 you're saying that there was reports of the sighting of this thing, and it was basically 26 months that they saw it.
6: Yeah, help and, me out on sharing sharing. sharing and the that's
0: story. that's. Cool. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so, Gil just share the screen. If you have pictures that are on your desktop, those should be open. Okay, open those first. And I, I want to correlate there, you should be able to see that. I want to
3: correlate that, though, to the technology that we have today, because a 1000 years ago, like you said, they didn't have, they didn't have things, they didn't have satellites, they didn't have anything to be they didn't have the Hubble, they had nothing. Um, but they still saw it for 26 months. So with the technology that we have today, shouldn't we be able to see this for, for not 26 months, but 26 years or more at this point?
6: Uh, the, with modern equipment, they saw it in, uh, they, uh, with the infrared telescope. Uh, they saw it in uh, April of 1993 with infrared. Okay. They had confirmation. NASA had confirmation prior to that in December using the um, the magnetic sensors of three of the Pioneer and Vorgioros, okay, where it pointed to where it was. That's when they started to go silent because they thought it was going to go in a clockwise motion instead of a normal counterclockwise. Uh, and that ended up not to be true because... They thought it was just going to be another planet on the outer side, but what the Pioneer and Roger probes were showing them that this thing had elliptical orbit and it was on Earth's planetary plane. So they, so that's what worried them, and they went silent after that. And uh, the following year, in April, is when uh, uh, the Vatican um, opened up. Keep in mind, the U.S. government is the one that built the Lucid device, which is the infrared. Uh, instrument that attaches to that telescope. And that was uh, NASA and the Office of Naval Research. It has technology from satellites, the pixelization, the the small pixels, but it's infrared now. The technology that that satellite, I mean, that uh, telescope has is beyond what they're stating you, stating in the public realm. They had they had a clear view of it way way out there in space. And so that's when this, they had to start. Okay. Planning. So
3: this, so you're saying almost thirty years ago is when they detected it. And was that because of the pioneer um, spacecraft and its effects on that? Was that is that is anything anything to that?
6: That's exactly what it was. Uh, you can go okay. back and plot the, the the first two that they sent out, they sent them opposite of each other. Because there's right. two mis We've had anomalies in our in our solar system from unknown gravity for over 100 years. Right. Okay. So they said it has to be a planet out there. So they sent two of them on the opposite end. One was being uh, speeding up, and the other one was slowing down. So they knew the one speeding up was the direction that he needed to send the next two. The next two left. They had higher speeds to go out. Well, the first one they sent on their uh, on what their theory was that it was a uh, counter rotation on where they thought it was so they set it way ahead of it to see if it would you know come closer to that solid satellite with the next two the uh magnetic uh the graph the uh the magnetic fields told them it was similar in the same area so they sent it they sent it one above it and one below it and they were able to triangulate it after that mm-hmm. and that's when right. it went south because it was on earth's planetary plane on an elliptical orbit not a normal circular orbit and that's when they had to get serious about this
3: and there, there was an actual and there was an actual scientist that that did a did an article about it in a paper about it and showed everything and then he was getting some traction for a while but then didn't he die like shortly thereafter what's his name oh boy i don't R- remember his name. Yeah, yeah harrington that's yeah. the guy yeah Harrington
6: yeah. remember I just said that in December 1992 is when NASA uh, had it proved they gave uh, before the Vatican got the infrared Harrington and this other lady this other lady stayed in the United States with an infrared camera camera with their telescope they sent the, another infrared camera to Harrington in New Zealand to where they could do like a parallax uh, looking at it as close as they could, all right, and they had confirmation of it. Harrington was coming back with a uh, with the interview for the news crew. They didn't want that to happen, right? All of a sudden, so, he so- has esophageal cancer and dies of it,
3: like this. Right. Exactly. So, so is this is this yet just another one of those massive cover ups that that they don't like? Like you're saying. They discovered it long ago. They proved it scientifically. They wrote about it. Then the guy dies um, just all of a sudden. And then after that, anybody who talks about it is known as like a crackpot or whatever. And it's kind of like they, they kind of like what they used to do with the UFOs. Now they call them UAPs. It's basically like those people are crazy. But then as the years go by, it becomes less crazy, and now you've got the Navy talking about UAPs. It's kind of like the Lab League, Greg. It's like we weren't allowed to talk about that. Remember, we no, we can't talk about that, and now you can because it's a little less crazy than it was a year ago. So, is this the kind of thing where, like the Bible says, men's hearts failing for the things that are coming upon the earth? Is that? That's I mean, exactly. would they be failing because they're just not prepared for it? Because No one's told them about it.
6: Well, think about this one, okay? Remember, the astronomers are accepting a theory, not fact, that the tail of a comet is ice particles, Mm -hmm. and that it's not plasma. Plasma. Okay, that's a fictional tail that they accept. All right, so if you're under that impression, then when this, if you don't have any mechanism that's going to slow down Earth's forward speed and its rotation, like I said, the tail will, then your model shows that us colliding. Your model is going to show that we are colliding with it. Well, mm-hmm. what would, if, if you're the one doing the calculations, what would happen to your heart as it's getting closer and closer if you thought that that was true? The Bible tells us the right. earth is not going to be destroyed. It's going to be ravaged by it, but it's right. going to survive. It has in the past, and, uh, and it will again. Remember, you cannot have a collision in the month of March. You can have a collision in August, but the planet is not there in August. It's on its way out, and once it passes us in on April, it's on its way back out. It's just a debris field that's lagging behind that we run into on the 150 days later. That's why one of the larger pieces of the debris is uh, at Fiery Mountain, Wormwood. I see. If you look at a, an asteroid in a museum that's made out of metal, it looks like wormwood.
0: You know, one of the questions I think I have, and I think a lot of people may have, is, well, how, how much how, how is this technology created to hide this thing at this point? Um, you said there's, there's lasers, there's stuff that we, we have to help uh, keep this thing cloaked. Um, because this thing has been coming in so for you know for a long time. So, what do we have here? I mean, some of it's infrared, like you said. Okay, you do need an infrared, but I mean, people have infrared telescopes. You know, they own them, and uh, I mean, how are these people silenced? Uh, and, and why? And why? Yeah. Why,
1: why? Why are they trying to hide this thing, Gil? I mean, come on. Let's face it um i'm watching it's popping up on a lot of news stations now and fox news and stuff they are getting freaked out right now they're calling next year for all kinds of you know they say climate chaos but i believe it has everything to do with this coming planet x you know they're they're all calling you got you got all the elite that are they're they're all freaked out right now they're all spooked they're all going to new zealand and i think you talked about that before you said that something along the lines of uh where the uh where the earth's going to turn where it's going to stop where they're going to miscalculate and it's going to end up being their tomb You remember talking
6: about that yep uh new zealand is not one of, uh that's exactly if you look at i told you the tilt would be right down the middle of brazil if you keep that line going where it goes to the other side of the earth that's uh, that's uh, goes through um I think it's the west, west uh, no, the east half of Miss Australia, which means they're not going to be saved there anyway. That island mm-hmm. is entirely too, too small for the waves anyway, and worm, uh, Wormwood is going to be hitting the Pacific Ocean. Uh, there's not going to be, I mean, almost every island nation is going to be wiped out, plus hundreds of miles uh, on, the coast, on the coastline. Uh, That is not going to be a place that you want to be. It just doesn't add up to the data.
3: Well, if that's the case, why are the most powerful people in the world buying million-dollar homes on the coast?
6: Uh, Why do some people buy a bunker? Okay, Uh, look, I was called... uh, I was called by an engineer. I won't, won't say his name or, but he, he said that he liked my work, and he uh, he wanted me to join him, uh, him and his family, in this uh, ICBM uh, bunker, this uh, missile silo, that he turned into his private bunker. I said, "Well, I've got two questions for you. And remember, he's an engineer. All right, uh, very smart individual. I said, uh, I said, or, or. Uh, uh, see, this it is the first. I said,
3: uh, well, I mean, there's a former president yeah. that owns like a gigantic said, mansion on the on the ocean. What? 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 I mean,
6: be, does he just
3: not know about this? Everybody thing? has their <laughs>
6: opinion. Everybody's got what? No. uh, The government is keeping quiet. There's some of the elite that doesn't know about it simply because they have billions of dollars or millions of dollars. doesn't mean they know the timing or when. Matter of fact, it has to get pretty close for them to say that they don't even know what half of the earth is going to be hit. I see. Not until the 40-day warning will they know a little bit before that possibly what half of the earth is going to. And they will not calculate that the earth is going to slow down by 12 hours. That's That's they're false. That they're using false data. The the physicists are more more correct than the astronomers are, and that's exactly what the Bible is even telling us. Remember the the bride made, where the wise bride made had extra oil, where the the foolish didn't.
5: Right.
6: How much oil is for a night? Twelve hours. Why did they have extra? Because that night's extra twelve hours. When does Yeshua come? mid of night, mid of that night, as they were relighting their lamp with the new oil, a shout goes out that the groom has arrived.
3: Uh-huh. Okay. I think Steve's right. I think That's Steve's right. So, basically, so the, basically what you're saying is that these
6: guys-
3: So these guys are loaded with money,
6: loaded with information, Only God opens Mm. eyes and closes eyes. You think that any of these people?
3: Well, I I think that it it appears as though there's a whole bunch of people that are um, very powerful. Uh, I
6: think that have a lot of money.
3: And they, they they're very powerful. They have a lot of money. And so they have these properties that are on the on the beach, and they're okay if it gets destroyed someday because they don't care, I guess, that they're gonna hang out at that beachfront property as long as they possibly can and have their parties and do their things until the day that happens where they are told that this thing is incoming and imminent, and then that's when they're gonna head and say, uh, the rocks I guess fall on us or something like that <laughs> I mean it's, does that sound like that's their plan Bob I mean it seems like St- Steve's in the chat basically saying look they can waste money they don't care about money they don't care about their property really they don't care about any of it they're, they're basically going to go to safety when they when they need to I'm just wondering how much information that they're actually getting and Gil uh, thanks for coming back you, you, you're saying that the that the astronomers are giving some people false hope or false information. And there are physicists that are basically saying, these guys are wrong and their projections are incorrect.
6: They're not using Planet X because most people don't know that uh, the the physicists, it's only a few people, uh, uh, the, the people that run the governor's keeping this quiet Remember, they were trying to protect the, uh, close to a $300 trillion global economy. So if, so if putting a couple hundred billion in space for lasers, they don't think it's worth it to protect the global economy? Uh, mm-hmm. They already know if they let this information out. Remember, there's many astronomers that are, they kind of went to the grave a little early, it seems like, if you look at the data uh, that were... Seriously studying why are we being affected by gravity or another magnetic field so strong that that is clear it has to be another planet.
3: Is Two, this is this common animals, have the ability uh, to wipe does this common have the ability to wipe out electronics all over the earth?
6: Almost all of it. Not, not all of it, but there'll be The majority will, unless it's shielded. So basically, uh, throw the earth into
3: the dark ages.
6: Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. He just says it like, oh, yeah, without a doubt. Of course. Well, that's
0: very, very confident. I mean, uh,
6: the details are just too immense to go through each each step. But without a doubt, you're going back to farming and raising animals. If you can find them, if they haven't already been eaten, there's not enough uh, wild animals in uh, in the woods. Anybody in a city that can't remember, you're looking at your roads being broken up. Your bridges are down. There's no water. There's no sewage. There's no electricity. How do you get out of the city? Tell mm-hmm. me. How do you get out of the city? On horseback. Horse yeah. on, on horseback Where's the horses? Yeah. Okay. Well, if you have one, How <laughs> is it? no, right? you can't. Yeah. you're All of your you lessons, of course, uh, communication, is down. So, what right. do you use for help?
1: Yeah. No.
3: You're How dead. can
6: they help everybody? They can't. Can. You know, this reminds me of the That's why the code. So code is to help you practice being on your own. You know, as a group, not necessarily on even, but people who are like-minded that attend. If it collapses on you, it doesn't hurt you. But if a building does during this time, you you know, you're gone. Uh, Tell me how big of an event does it take to make Earth uh, like a hut in the wind? Tell me. Answer your own questions. How big of an event does Earth get hit that it moves like a hut in the wind and it changes our calendar year to 364 day year how Pretty big of an event was noah that made the gulf of mexico mm-hmm. how many bibles does these billionaires own that they actually read and understand it
3: well they don't well who knows how many they own but they don't understand it
6: <laughs> a lot of them work for the illuminati to start off with if if they're a billionaire, I I wouldn't bet that's less than uh, 1% of one, uh, 1% one percent that made his money honestly, without being manipulated by the Illuminati, the Masons and all these people that are that uh, it, because the stock market is uh, that's a scam. It's always mm-hmm. been a scam to milk the public and so on and so on. So they have the system that they use to make their money who are in the club. So if you're robbing other people, you think God's going to open your eyes? No, He's going to close it. He's going to make sure you have the wrong information. Remember what it says for the people that go under uh, on the ground. It says that's their tomb. That's the exact quote in the Bible. Well, mm-hmm. so so that's the how many sure. this, this, did take to build those fancy tombs.
3: Yeah, yeah. And the this Bible. Ezekiel war talks about. Horses, shields, bucklers—is I, I mean, I always thought that could be a metaphor for like you know tanks and stuff. But it sounds like if this thing comes by and basically wipes out all electronics, you're not going to have tanks rolling around anymore. You're going to have to resort back to horses and stuff like that. Is that is that? It's the,
6: not an ammunition or, or, or remember those high tech equipment have high maintenance costs. There's always right. breaking. Just like our uh, our, our latest mm-hmm. fighter, I think uh, 20% are always down. Mm-hmm. And they're always mm-hmm. constantly being fixed. So give a, t- a time frame of one year after that. How many of them would be broken? Right. All of them.
1: Yeah. Hey, that Where's don't the makes manufacturing
6: sense done? America. Where's America doing that? Gone. All right. Uh, Europe is conquered by the anti uh, Antichrist. Israel is completely alone. Asia is, you know, most of Asia is gone because of the tidal wave and everything. So, whereas exactly what the Bible says, Israel is alone.
1: Hey, Gilam. You're looking
6: at global and Islam conquering the world mostly. Delays killing me.
1: Hey, uh, Gilam, You know, it's interesting, I hear a lot about.
6: Yeah. There are a lot of people
1: go ahead, go ahead. I'm just trying, just trying to say something here um go ahead. I know um, a lot of people are talking about the planet Apoph- apophis coming in 2029 I'm wondering what if planet X is actually apophis in 2029 because we're talking about a book of Ezekiel and horses and stuff like that that's at the end of the tribulation okay so right. everything gets wiped out he had nothing but horses and everything left and at the end of the tribulation they gather up all the bucklers and shields and turn them into farm equipment because the tribulation is over but there Bob, is no more there is no more destruction going on
3: and then the, end, Bob, at the, end Apophis of the book, is Zico. small Apophis huh? is just an asteroid it's not very big it's not it, it's not it, the size of the it, earth
1: but could it be but I understand that but but maybe this could be action I'm just saying that this is a possibility. This could be a possibility is being mixed up with Apophis, because Apophis is on a direct, direct, in, uh, direct impact with us right now. And I believe, just bit shooting, that Apophis will be something that the whole world will, will play into the sign of the Son of Man coming the sun, coming at the end of the tribulation, where the whole world will get on their knees and hope to God that Jesus stops this thing.
6: Well, you let, me, know. let me let me help you out with the math a little bit. Okay. Do or we got to come on a common common ground? Do we agree that age twelve, basically twelve or thirteen, depending if you're using Hebrew numbers or 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 today, is the age of accountability where a person can be a witness? That's the youngest that you can be. We agree on that. It's biblical. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this next year, 2021. In April, there'll be 85. If you wait till three and a half years later for the Great Tribulation, um, which is four years or so later, there'll be around 90 if you count it in Hebrew terms. So, uh, 2029 it won't even be around. Remember, Earth's orbit, orbital path has changed. We're now at 364. We also lost 12, uh, 12 hours. So, they have to be mm-hmm. recalculated to see if there's any threat right now. Anything that's beyond, remember, this next year. This is why I'm worried about it. Last year, it was exactly at the foot of Virgo without any delay. In the mm-hmm. moon's rotation, you know, Earth or uh, moon, the moon's orbit around. This next year, there's 12 hours delay. That means he has to slow down the moon by 12 hours, including Earth by 12 hours. That matches Joshua's long day. Each year after that consecutive is another 12 hours. It has to slow slow down. We don't have a mathematical model in the Bible for something greater than a half hour delay of the moon. We're running hmm. out of math that the Bible given us and out of scientific models that match it. So it concerns me greatly. I can't say unless I have a sighting that it's definitely... I can give you estimates. If we don't see it by December, then you can pretty much write off this, this, this year. That Because we have... I expect us to be in a war. They're going to take your focus off the sky. You're going to be so concerned about food and what's happening around, you won't be looking up. When you do look up, look at a Sagittarius and Capricorn. You see a comet up there. That comet is going to stay there until... Uh, April and be another 26 months probably uh, you could see it going out, going out because they won't need to hide it and most of our satellites would be gone out of the sky anyway so they won't be able to, the lasers would be gone most of them anyway mm-hmm. so right. uh, we'll probably have okay. a good 13 months seeing it leaving but if it, uh, keep, remember he told us he, that um, people are looking for me to do a prophecy and say it's coming on this day I can't do that. When you hear me say heavenly voice told me a day, but that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> and I've heard a uh, heavenly voice multiple, uh, uh, about three times. One of them I can say clearly to the public what it, what it says. But those are the only times that I can say that. This rest of it is estimates.
3: No, no one on here, Gil, it
6: is... help us, um... us look where to look and what time to look. And we're no one in here, that here, is
3: expecting to get a date from you on anything. Yeah. We don't. We don't expect that, Gil, and and yeah. we, it, we don't believe that people get private interpretations from the Lord. Uh, that's not what the Bible. Uh, the Bible says that people don't. Um, they listen. No one knows when this is going to happen. But what you're but what you're saying is through throughout history and from what's been recorded, it, it, it appears as though. The world will know about this in in like the December of the year prior to it coming around the sun, basically,
6: and that by that period of time, with, people yeah. would see it. It's like you're like, like seeing a season. I have to disagree disagree with one one part there. What's that? We will not know the day or the hour of the rapture. Definitely, mm-hmm. we will not know. Not even Yeshua sure knows. But well, we, we will be paying attention as a watchman when the remnant is going to place a place of safety in the wilderness. Two different events, 1,260 uh, 1, days apart, and they're different. Of course. Uh, because the sec- second taking away is everybody that is worthy, that carries you know the name of the Father and the Son. The first one is only the bride, and even only the wise bridesmaid, not the foolish one, make it. So that's not all, right there, definitely. And there's only 144,000. That's literal, and it uh, you get bridesmaids of of, of uh, the wise of five times that. If you add them all up, there's ten times if you add the, the foolish in there. And well, then you know, they're brought to a place in the wilderness. Wilderness hmm. and never can refer to heaven. Hold How on, do you resolve that.
3: Hold on, Gil. I, I didn't say that, that I said that we're not going to know what year this 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 planet X is going to come through. We don't you can't tell us which year that is. And the, and my point was that the only time that we'll know that it's coming is if we see it in the December before the year that it's coming.
6: As, as watchmen, as, as watchmen, watchmen as, the, as the text clearly says, we have to be watchmen. Right. It doesn't say we're prophets on the wall. And you need an astronomer to help you. When where to look and everything. I'm trying to help. Right. But and you're saying that they're gonna to try to distract us. Word estimate. They do not understand mm-hmm. that word. Right. So,
1: so Gil, what you're saying, what you're saying, Gil, is if we see this thing start showing as ugly head, its ugly head around this December, then watch out for twenty twenty two, then is that what you're saying?
6: Remember, C4 is a war. C O five is is a encrypted message for the peace agreement. All right, remember how the it says the souls of the under the altar are complaining, why have you not misrevenged us? Why would they say that? Why would they complain to the Father? He says, go back to sleep. It's not your time, because he knows that Christ is going to break the peace agreement. They're seeing during sign, but it's not their time. Go back to sleep. He gives them white white robes. That's Co five. Co six is the first meteor shower. Co seven is the second meteor shower. They're 150 days apart. Hmm. And and uh, so what what what's concerning right now? We're fixing to go into a war that one quarter of the world population died. Has something to do with this vaccination that's involved in that. But when do you see that happen? And the internet is down to stop communication. Look up. Because they are taking your focus out of the sky. Look up. And you're going to have to spread it by word of mouth to, to, to to the fellow members of the church. You have to have enough watchmen looking. And it's going to be between Sagittarius and Capricorn. That's the entry for it to meet up with us in April. If it's this coming year. The word is if. We're looking for verification. If we have a financial blessing and we see a war. Man, hold on. This Passover is going to be a bad one.
3: <laughs> well, I agree with Steve 100%. So, um, but you know what? I, I think that there, listen, a lot of people have a lot of different ideas about rapture, tribulation. I mean, let's put it this way. You, you can ask a person and they'll have a completely different take on it than the next person. And both of them are Bible believers. And there's got to be a reason for that, that there's so many um, ideas about when it could be, how long it is, if the seals have already started, if they've not started, all those things. And I think that the main reason is because we don't, is that we're not going to experience any kind of wrath whatsoever. And so I think that part of it is somewhat of a mystery to us because. We're not necessarily going to be here to experience it. Therefore, we don't need to necessarily know it exactly as it's going to happen. But I would say post-rapture, it's going to become a lot more clear to people. And people who are reading the Bible and and accept Jesus after the rapture, they are going to be able to understand what's, what's to come and what's going on and stuff like that. I think a lot clearer than what we are. Because consider this. After Jesus died and was and was uh, raised, the disciples didn't even understand at that time what was going on until Jesus came and saw them. So, uh, and then for Thomas, even the following week and of course the mystery of that whole thing about Gentiles being saved, that was revealed to Paul years later. So, I mean, we're, we're, we're talking about a progression of things that happened during specific periods of time, but I think that we can all agree on one thing, which is we are getting close to this, this transition, this end of this age and going into this next age, which is basically the millennial reign of Christ. And that we are, the, like you said, Gil, the math is running out. The time is running out. Bob does calculations. Bob does all kinds of things and says, the time is running out. If you, no matter who you are, in terms of where you're at on your timelines or where your conjecture is on those kind of things, everybody's saying the same thing, which is time is getting short that we're 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 about ready to bust up against a gigantic major event that is going to change everything on this earth without a doubt
1: well said
6: without but, a doubt there you no, go no. that's everything.
1: Everything is lining up right now. We're just, we're just, that's, it's like probably the best point you've made there, Kevin. is just everything is, we have all your time charts. You have all your timelines. We have Planet X showing, you know, you're not able to get, you're not able to get visuals of it, but all the evidence of it is there. And even all the evidence that Gil's been showing is showing that this Planet X is running out of, is running out of real estate too. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of stuff running out of real estate, running out of time right now. And it just so happens, you know, and I I always go back to, you know, look what they're trying to do right now. They're trying to save the world through climate chaos. Don't you guys think this might have some type of connection to this coming in, you know, Planet X where they're actually going to turn it into some type of religion because all the chaos that's going to be, you know, through the first four trumpet blasts. That will be instituted through the Planet X arrival. That well, Gil you know, nonchalantly you know,
3: says, "Oh yeah, the whole United, you know, the whole Earth, almost the whole Earth can just, can just be wiped out, yeah. wiped out electronically by an EMP from this thing." And he just says it nonchalantly, like, "Of course it could," but <laughs> I mean, that is that's major. That that's never happened before in the history of the world. Uh, so I mean, we're talking about what Jesus said would happen, which is these things have are going to be the worst that they've ever been and ever will be. And so my thought is that when this thing comes by, then this next time it is going to come by uh, uh, probably closer than it ever has before. Right. Because it's going to have the most effect on it. Gil, do you think that would be a fair assessment?
6: The Bible says this next event is the worst event in all of earth's history. Do you believe the Bible? Of course.
0: Mm-hmm. That's it. Absolutely. Yeah, let's get your to your question. charts. Yeah, let's get to your charts, brother Gil, because we have about ten minutes left here. Uh, I would love to. I have your we'll picture. Let's see the let's, charts. So, which one would you like to pull up first?
6: Uh, you can show them the uh, asteroids. That that way, you, it, or did I send it to you yet? Uh,
0: you sent me two. I have two of them. Okay, yeah,
6: one of them I think is the asteroids, right?
0: Let's see. I
3: believe. I agree. There are people who yes. are saying, "So be it. Bring it on." I, I, I agree. I think this world's ready for a change. I think that, that we It's probably a good time to, uh, to to shake things up, don't you think,
6: Bob? Oh yeah. You see, if you, I know there's certain people that believe the Earth is flat, but they've never been able to answer how do you, how do you uh, create a model that represent what we can observe on an eclipse. All right, show me a model that represents properly where the shadow passes and everything that matches what we observe. And not a single flat earth, they always uh, uh, see, avoid the answer and they jump to another one, but that's not an intelligent question. I mean a, a conversation. Each person you tell me you don't have an answer, then why do you feel your model is valid? If you can't answer the basic thing, that's what scientists does. It match what we observe, and the answer is no. Now, if the Earth is round, then you have a safe side. All right. If Jerusalem is in the dark, so I remember mid of night. Jerusalem is mid of night after twelve hour delay on Earth rotation. This remember it says one third the grass, one third of trees. And one third of the rivers are destroyed. You just described continental crust because he didn't mention the oceans. So what half of the Earth is one third of the grass, trees, and rivers? North and South America.
3: Hey Bob, this is what you said just about what a couple months ago that uh, that when he was talking about the one third was the Western Hemisphere.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's absolutely right. I totally believe this is this is right on. This is spot on. Yeah. This totally lines up with uh, what the Book of Revelation talks about, because you have all this biblical prophecy that needs to be fulfilled going forward after the four t- trumpet blasts that need to happen in the east. How's that going to be accomplished if the east gets destroyed? Right, but okay. the west. Hey, you know what? Two thousand years ago, the West wasn't around, was it? It had probably a bunch of Nephilim over Nephilim. here. Nephilim, yeah. <laughs> but other than that, the West wasn't a major player back then, now was it? So right. if God's going to pause the timeline, Israel's prophetic timeline, w- why does He have to have the West around anymore? He's taking, he's going to reset it right back to where it was two thousand years ago. The West is yeah. gone, and all you have is the
6: East. That is the reason why the bride and bridemaid has to be out of the region before mm-hmm. the event happens. That's why she's following the feast. Okay? That's why the punishment is for the ones who don't follow the feast and the rest of it. Because the word wicked in the uh, biblical text means one who's blending, it, 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 it derives from the a candle uh, maker that has two twines that he. Uh, two strings that he uh, intertwines one thread of truth with one thread of falseness that's modern-day religion on all sides everywhere they are they they' either added or taken away from the word and if you go if you don't do your research and go back to it then you won't know the place of safety uh, where he said to meet us he said meet me at Mount Zion in Jerusalem well guess what the elevation of of Jerusalem is 2400 feet Mm -hmm. now if you go ahead with the uh prophet i forgot which one uh zephaniah i think it was that said that there was going to be a tidal flood a tidal wave that hits and he names the towns ash ash Ashdod, ascalon and some few other ones he said all the nile delta is destroyed by this flood that's a tidal wave when the mediterranean sloshes when earth starts to spin again because earth stops in its rotation it slows down by 12 hours This is why the astronomers are going to predict the wrong half of the Earth being hit because they don't bring this in their model that Earth will slow down to 12 hours. There's a biblical model which is Joshua's long day. We have the data from the event that hit Mars from comet siding springs at the tail of a comet is plasma. This changes everything to this scenario. So the the, the rich in them are going to go on the wrong side. They're going to go on the ground. That's why it's their tomb.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, that's
6: the, that's, you've that's got to check calls the Bible and look at it factual and look at it. It's following physics. It's following. There's nothing that is violating. It follows the exact sequence of event matches the model that we put into astronomy. How could they get that right if they didn't know astronomy to that, to that level? So is this
3: event that we're looking at right here, the fall event? Or is it the spring event?
6: This is the Passover event.
3: Okay, this is a spring event.
6: Uh, 150 days later, the meteors are coming from the nighttime side, and it won't be Jerusalem. It's going to be North and South America, most of it. But the wormwood hits the Pacific Ocean. Remember, the Pacific Ocean is almost half the globe.
3: Right. right. Yeah. Uh,
6: so it it can land off the coast of South America, uh, somewhere between Hawaii and South America, easily, or somewhere around there, and still be that same half. It can have a clear uh, point of view of hitting.
3: So you're so, saying that the Western Hemisphere is going to get barraged both times.
6: Yes. Wow. Because you can clearly, watch. it says they they wish death for 150 days before death comes. What comes 150 days later? The second second meteor shot.
3: And Bob, that, that lines up with what you're saying, which is judgment comes to the West first um, Mm -hmm. and basically gets, gets mostly wiped out. And then the Antichrist is in, you know, in Jerusalem and and the Kings of the East are still, you know, able to, to, to go against the Antichrist there and stuff like that, because they're part of Asia. They're not in the Western hemisphere. They've actually escaped this part of the, of the judgment, but, there, but there's a big, big judgment coming on them, of course,
6: when at the second coming. A lot of Asia is gone. The Muslim section won't be gone because they're mostly in the west of, uh, of uh, China. You can draw uh, a line through from uh, the edge of uh, just west of Beijing all the way down to uh, let's see, Burma. And you got 93%... Of the population of China on the east coast, ninety-three percent. Very little percentage of the Asians, you know, as far as China is on the other side of that, on the west. Could side. those could those
3: rocks that, that that are that are showing there that, that are hitting could could they be as like as as heavy as a hundred pounds a pop?
6: Well, a, a talent is actually fifty or fifty pounds. Or pounds. It's not the seventy-five that they. Uh, they purposely give us a fifty-seven, fifty-seven pounds. As a you're time. still
3: talking, but but is that is that is that the correlation to what the Bible's talking about that that's going to, to rain down?
6: that yeah, five average. I mean, you're going to have different sizes, but uh, as big as that. That This is going to be the average. Uh, you're going to have bigger ones and smaller ones. Wow! But uh, it's uh, remember the one that made the Gulf of Mexico one hundred ten miles across.
3: It doesn't sound like and many people are going to survive unless. Right. It doesn't sound like many people are going to survive unless they're, what, deep underground.
6: Deep underground
3: is a is a tomb. Okay, so they're going to die too. So basically, anybody in the West is—I mean, you're pretty much your chances of survival is pretty close to zero.
6: Yeah. Like I told you, I was invited to a ICBM bunker, and I gave them two questions. Okay, are you within seventy-five miles? Of a nuclear plant he said yes i said do you does does your ventilation stop radiation he said no okay second question i said are are you within 400 miles of yellowstone he said yes i said well when the ash all falls and you have three or four inches of ash or six inches of ash and it rains and it turns to cement i said do you have explosives by the door to break up the cement so so you can climb out of that hole he was silent I said, those are just two questions. <laughs> That's not a good sign when the guy's silent, right? I mean, all right, so, does
3: this thing have uh, the, uh, the ability to set off the super volcano and the New Madrid
6: fault line? Yes. If you miss one point on on your survival, you're dead. One point, and there's many points you have to. This. this guy sound like he missed all the them. The Bible tells me to be in Jerusalem. Because he said that there's an escape for a remnant. That's the, the mountain. in the Bible, remnant. Yeah. Okay. Therefore, if you do the math, the two witnesses show up on, uh, of the. it shows up on the feast of unleavened bread three and a half days later, which is exactly the same time that Yeshua came out of the grave. That's the mid of night. Then I can tell you why there's three and a half days there. All right. That's when this night is. So when the two witnesses show up, this is when we're in the tail for three and a half days. There's no radio. There's no TV announcing the two witnesses have arrived. It's a private meeting where? In Jerusalem. Where does he say is the pickup point? Mount Zion in Jerusalem. Did he say New York, Paris? No. Where's the two witnesses show? In Jerusalem. Where does he fixes up? In Jerusalem. You can't change that. That's part of prophecy. Now, if you go towards the end of this, they prophesize for 1,260 days. Then what happened? They're dead for three and a half days. Can you prophesize when you're dead? No. The word to prophesy means to profess, to speak. You got to add three and a half days to the time the witnesses are on earth. Then it's the rapture. So how long is the remnant in the place of safety? Exactly 1,260 days. When did they leave? Three and a half days after the two witnesses show up. That lands exactly in the day of the rapture because it says all believers are raptured. Well, I'm sure there are
0: plenty on here that uh, hope your theology is off there, uh, Gil. <laughs> but um, we're, well, we're gonna, I mean, let's it's great. most
6: of what he says when he says to be in Jerusalem. Well, hold on a second. Yeah. you got nothing to lose, right, if there's a rapture,
3: being well, in Jerusalem. Yeah, well, well we're not, nobody's not, going we're. to Jerusalem now um, because, I mean, there's <laughs> a lot of different things. Not,
0: yeah. but, but
3: here's the point is that if, if all this debris is coming and the rapture doesn't happen until after that, basically that's just our death sentence. And I think that that's going to be very difficult for a lot of people to take, um, uh, me being one of them.
1: Yeah, so Rapture Resurrection is a pre-tribulation rapture. But the uh, mid-trib, But you're talking about their there, uh, Gil, is, I believe is 144,000. They will be taken too. And the broad. So that's probably the best way. I well, can... I,
3: yeah, I think that Gil, listen, I think that we're not going to get anywhere with this because Gil believes something different than what we believe. And I think that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. That's uh, it doesn't really matter. But the point I mean, is, is that what are we, well, let's just move on to the to like common ground. What What are we looking at here?
6: Uh, this is the scenario. Uh, like I was telling you, it takes only 76 days for it to, once it crafts, uh, crosses Earth's path, it only takes 76 days because remember, it's traveling 10 times, 10 to 20 times the speed of a rifle bullet. Yeah, it's fast. And it goes, once it reaches the back of the sun, that's your 40-day warning, just like Enoch. You can see, if you look at the top right, uh, no, look at the bottom left uh, drawing, you can see the position of earth where it is at 40 days versus where the planet is, which is behind the sun. No, yeah, the bottom left. You can see where, how long it takes earth to travel 40 days and how long does it take the planet to follow 40 days. 40 days. And they meet right there. This is Passover, the month of Passover. Then 150 days later, you go to the, uh, to the next photo to the right, I believe.
3: Mm. and that's where the, well, that's where the later,
6: you're running into the debris field again that's gotcha. at night time you see the red arrows that shows you the uh, the direction that the debris is flowing you, uh, earth gets hit on the nighttime side that's why we're pushed closer to the earth and that's when Enoch's calendar comes into play a 364 day a year it's going to be literal we literally had a 360 day a year prior to Hezekiah's event. Now we're at a 364 and a quarter day here. And right here, when Earth gets hit with Wormwood, which is a a large asteroid, uh, during this meteor shower, Earth is uh, hit where it wobbles like a drunkard. Think of the oceans. What happens to the oceans when Earth is hit so hard? So... And we have a different year after that. That's why you end up not knowing the year or the day. I mean, it it says you, you, you will know the month. You probably know the week, but you won't know the day or the hour of the actual rapture. Because physically, the calendar has changed. We lost 12 hours on our rotation. Now, noon is midnight. Midnight is noon on the first event. Then our calendar year changes to... 100 and, uh, uh, 154 days, which is Enoch's calendar. So you literally won't know the day or the hour of the rapture. That's why Yeshua said, I don't know the day or the hour. Only the Father knows. Wow. Because he's the one in control of all of this that's happening right here. So it's literal. It's not uh, figurative. It's literal. And so yeah, well, uh, the,
3: more, the more literal you take the Bible, the better off you're going to be. Um, OK, so so do, you, do we have any more pictures, Greg, or is that the, is that it?
0: Well, that's all he gave me. Um, did you want to go over that a little bit more of the chart on the on the top right and left or now?
6: Uh, maybe we can save it for maybe another time if you want to have another one. We'll I'll I'll. I'll,
0: okay, we can plan to do a follow-up. There's, there's no problem with that. Um,
6: I'll send you uh, some more, and that way, if people do do their research and want to uh, f- furnish show with some questions to ask, uh, some additional questions, we might better address them with these charts that's coming up. That yeah, I that think we, uh, sufficiently
3: scared the entire Western Hemisphere at this point. So yeah, I think <laughs> I think that uh, <laughs> I think we did our job tonight. Um, but uh, Gil, you know what? Uh, we do appreciate your research on this, and we appreciate your expertise very much. Um, so yeah, so you know, I just want to say thanks for, for, for giving me the opportunity to ask you a bunch of questions. I appreciate it. Thank you.
6: Oh, you're welcome. Anytime. I like I said, uh, I'm here to furnish you with information. Whether or not we're different on the theology, uh, I try to point to the math that uh, that solves that. But uh, like I said, the scariest word to me is the word remnant. Um, many things are in the Bible that are scary, but that scares us. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, rapture, you know, all the dead are risen. Anyone, he says, remember, uh, he's going to make man as scarce as gold towards the end of the rapture. Men are going to be very rare living, that is. He literally says this.
3: Well, look, the uh, way that I'm going to look at so it, Gil,
6: in, yeah.
3: the way I'm going to look at it, Gil, call is me. that... Call uh, me. Call me if you uh, want to. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, the way I'm going to look at it is that if, in fact, we all are doomed for death uh, through this thing, uh, the way I'm going to comfort myself with the words of the rapture is that the dead in Christ rise first. So it's nice to be first. Uh, if this is the case. That's the way I'm going to look at it. And uh, it's it's to, to die is to gain, uh, as far as I'm concerned. So, whichever way it all pans out, if it is going to happen first beforehand, well, then there are going to be many Christians wow. in the Western hemisphere that are going to rise first. I mean, so, amen.
6: Give one. <laughs> One more, uh, let me give you, let me give you just one more point of thought. Uh, when is the rapture? You should know when. When is that? And what month, at least? one day or the hour, but what month? It should be on uh, the last well, trunk, right? Well, yeah, of course. Okay. Now, that's following the old feast, right? Yep. That some people say are done away with. Well, why would God follow something that was done away with? And why would we have all past events falling in a Passover month of April or, or March, whichever one it falls on, but it looks like it's going to be April, uh, if it's not important for us, if that's the start of the great tribulation. So add this up, mark it on a, you know, on like a timeline and take a careful look at it again, a very careful because uh, there is a way out. He says he gives us a way out. But it's following his instructions we have to do.
3: Yeah, you're telling me that I got to get um, a jab and then get, get over to Jerusalem.
6: No, 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 no. <laughs> He's going to take care of that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Remember. Yeah, that, that'd be bad move.
6: That's the only way to get there, though. <laughs> I'm not taking a job, and I'm not going. So you're not to, going to go to Jerusalem, then, right? Yes, I am. Yes, uh, I how am. are you going to get there? Are you going to smuggle yourself in? <laughs> you don't believe in miracles? <laughs> okay, yeah, I do. Right. I do. <laughs> so God's going to take care of that, where we won't have to. Oh, we this is fun. To be in quarantine for two for two weeks, but I don't mind being being in quarantine for two for two as long as I don't have to take the job. I'm fine.
3: Greg, this has become fun. I I, I think this uh, that we I was a little concerned that this would be a little awkward, but this has become fun. I do. Well, I,
0: I think it does deserve a part two. So let's <laughs> let's continue from from this point at the at that part two. But uh, Gil, we thank you for your your time. We thank you for coming back, coming on with us today, and uh, sharing your expertise, your research. Um, especially the data, the mathematics involved with the planetary body and how it, you know, coordinates with Scripture and and, uh, and judgments in the Bible. I mean, it's really fascinating work. It really is. And um, it's something to take note of, especially with, you know, people have been commenting, oh, why are we getting into Planet X and this and that. Listen, folks, you, you, you don't have to believe what it is that we're saying here. Uh, study it for yourselves. This is what part of the forum is about. Uptime forum is about and, and pray, pray on it too, you know, and I just put up a scripture that, you know, God did not give us a spirit of fear, right. right. But of power and of love and of sound mind. So um, for the most part, we talk about these things, but listen, ultimately bring it back to the Lord, bring it to the Lord in prayer. All right. Because uh man's mind can sometimes get puffed up with things but as long as we're with the Lord, uh, we, can't, we can't go wrong with that. So, all right, folks, thank you so much, Gil, for coming on with us again. We thank you so much. Um, and, uh, it's been
6: my, my pleasure. And uh, I look forward to the next, the next one if you're interested.
0: Yes, Lord uh-huh. willing. Yes. will see you next week.